Hello, everybody. Welcome to WRDG. We're going to take you to check with our weather again. And we're going to take you to the news. And, and after the news, we're going to do it. And, and the mar means that what's the weather for Portland, Ohio? It's 80 degrees and clear in Portsmouth. Okay. What's the weather for tomorrow in Portland, Ohio? What's the weather for tomorrow in Portland, Ohio? Tomorrow's forecast for Portsmouth is 86 degrees with scattered thunderstorms. Okay. We will set that. We're going to take you up to the news. Remember, tomorrow at the fair is uh, there's a fair. Uh, and we're taking you up to the fair. And, and we're taking you up to the SAC Channel 3. Here at the Shell Loyalty Lab. We study the very loyal. The most loyal. Today it's grandmas. Introducing grandchildren. See? Loyalty means rewards. Even if it has been a while. So fuel rewards members save on every gallon. Always. Uh, off the midway, the essence of the county fair itself just kind of played out because it was the market lamb show. All the 4-H and FFA were there. Uh, the junior fair is really kind of the heart of it all. Tony Cavalier always says that. In a, a, a state that is uh, really rich with all that farming tradition that Ohio is, it, the 4-H showcases a pretty bright future. Tuesday, by the way, features the Battle of the High School Bands and the American Idol champion Noah Thompson will headline on Thursday. Plus, they have uh, a big blowout demolition derby on Saturday night. Okay, so in the meantime, everybody has their eyes on the, on the forecast when it comes to the fair. Haven't had the greatest weather this summer, except... You know, generally we've gotten away with some decent days on weekends. Yeah, I mean, we've been trying to get take what we can get, honestly. Yeah. Uh, some good hours there, some not so good ones. Now, this weekend you'll like what you see because we are going to be looking a lot better. But until then, for county fairs, it'll be ongoing tomorrow. That includes uh, Carter County in Kentucky, of course, Scioto County. 
Mason County, West Virginia, and then also Athens <clears throat> County in Ohio. We will be dodging likely some showers and storms, particularly late in the day. So stop me if you've heard this before, but another day where there can be isolated shower in the morning, but still plenty of dry time throughout the day after a real muggy start in the lower 70s. We're going to go up to the upper 80s. That temperature dependent on, well, when and who sees the rain and when. If you get it a little bit too early, it may not be that hot, but most of us will reach this feeling like 90 or hotter, similar to today when you factor in the humidity. But once we get to later in the afternoon, evening, and even towards dark, we'll be watching scattered showers and storms that become a little bit more widespread out there, and these will be slow-moving storms that can have downpours and therefore elevates the flood threat yet again, and so we'll be watching the potential for some local high water. Right now, temperatures still near in spot, so it is very warm outside on this summery Monday evening, but we're not looking at any showers or storms. They were few and far between today. A couple showers moved across, but really not a whole lot going on as of right now. Where there is a lot going on, though, is not too far away in central and northern Ohio, generally north of Columbus right now, but eventually dropping down to the south, just to the north and west of Cincinnati. And you can even see along this front here, a few flash flood warnings have been issued. So that's something we may be dealing with here over the next couple of days. This front's going to get closer to our area tomorrow. We'll still hang off to the north and west, and then we'll stall out over the area on Wednesday. And so this type of activity with the showers and storms will be monitored. So as we take a look at future cast, maybe a stray shower or two overnight, not a whole lot going on though. Now, once we head through tomorrow afternoon, you can see those scattered showers and storms popping up once we get to the heat of the day. And even after dark, there can still be some that linger into Wednesday morning. But Wednesday likely to be the day where there's the highest coverage of showers and storms. So if you do miss out on rain tomorrow, you'll definitely get it on Wednesday as we see things really developing here. You can see numerous showers and storms. And yes, Wednesday, another day that flooding is certainly a possibility with slow moving storms with some very heavy rain moving over the same area. So that is something to be keeping a close eye on, whether it's street flooding or just rises on creeks and streams. Now, once we head into Thursday, though, after some lingering showers in the morning, a breath of fresh air for the afternoon will be clearing out. Temperatures will still be in the 80s, but mid 80s as opposed to upper 80s near 90. And the humidity will be on the way down. And it's that lower humidity that keeps us into the upcoming weekend, which is going to feel a lot nicer than where we've been most of this summer because the humidity will still be very high tonight. We're staying in the 70s, mostly clear. Could be a stray random shower or two, but mostly quiet, patchy fog. Tomorrow, upper 80s. So another warm, a really hot day with the humidity, partly cloudy and scattered showers and storms really becoming more numerous later in the day. Over the next seven days, it's really just these next couple of days we need to be on alert for the potential for some localized flooding, some high water. Thursday, the storms will clear out by the afternoon and we're looking really nice for the start of the weekend beautiful weather on Friday and Saturday, cooler mornings in the 50s. Now a shower or two could interrupt Sunday, but only briefly, still looking really good as a whole. And then look at those temperatures, nowhere near 90, even through the start of next week. So we're going to be cooler and a lot nicer out there. Just have to get through the past next couple of days. We can do it. We sure can. Thanks, Andy. We'll be right back. Lottery number one. Five, three, five. Well, I can't get the line numbers with the NXT or WPAY. Yeah, the county fairs tomorrow. It starts today. They have that motocross. They have motocross tomorrow. 
they're going to have a live band. I don't know what's going to be tomorrow. And I'm going to announce live there. And, uh, and, uh, that's tomorrow evening. I'll be announcing live there. And, and I'm, I'm going to be announcing live Friday. And, uh, we'll keep you informed. And Saturday, be Crash Up Derby. The first half, the, the first half, the, Country music singing there. I don't know who's supposed to be there. And we'll keep you informed about the fair. And, and uh, I'm going to keep you informed about Portsmouth. And the weather and all that will keep you informed about whatever you want. And, 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 and we're going to take you to ask me about sports and we're gonna make sure you have your sports and we're gonna do that and we're gonna keep you in terms about the sports and we'll keep you informed about that and and we love you. We will make sure that local schools that they need without having to drive miles and miles to the store. And that's why when a small town IGA in Isom, Kentucky was destroyed by deadly flooding, Father Jim Sitchko decided to help out. It's the only grocery for miles around. Father Jim is known as a missionary of mercy, one of just a thousand in the world appointed by the Pope. Phil Pendleton was there today as some hope was restored to this community. Omar, you're back. Father Jim Sisko frequently travels, but Monday was a first. So it's my first ever visit to Isom? Uh-huh. With a briefcase handcuffed to his wrist, anticipation was building on what was inside. But before the distribution, some words of comfort. And I'm just going to tell you something. You're suffering right now. But you're going to make it. Okay, no one's going to forget about you. He says people from all over the world are reaching out. It's called through the generosity of others. Yeah. It really is. People, people understand that what I do or what God does through me goes directly to the individuals. Yeah. There you we, go. Inside the briefcase were gift cards for every worker and cash for the owners. So Gwen and your husband, $20,000. Money can be spent however the owners want. They say that it'll be well spent on a major restoration that may not be finished until next winter. We have to do a complete cleaning. And then we do that complete cleaning, we have to reorder equipment. 
and get our equipment reinstalled and then get new product to get on the shelves. Long way to go, but today a big boost to get started. It teaches a lesson that what is mine is hers and what is hers is mine, okay? So that when I come back here, I'm looking for the chicken and dumplings. <laughs> right. Most here can't wait to see happen. In Letcher County, Phil Pendleton, WSAZ News Channel 3. And then the other part of this story is the owner who you saw right there worked at that store for 50 years before saving up the money all that time to buy the store. So it all comes around. Coming up, where is Ohio State in the first USA Today? Coaches poll will tell you. And this guy is one of six former Spring Valley stars up in Morgantown. We'll hear from Doug Nestor coming up next. For 45 years now, Ford F-Series has had the number one... 911, what's your emergency? West Virginia needs skilled emergency medical service professionals. Train for an in-demand career and become an EMT or paramedic. Find out how at emswv.com. Answer the call. Oh, get that help. Okay, now we're back. I remember three weeks, uh, three set, couple more days, is the MDA telephone be right here. It starts on the radio. And that's on Labor Day weekend. And the last bit of it be on, on Labor Day Monday. The last day of it be Labor Day Monday at at six o'clock. And it starts. It starts on Friday, and it goes on through Monday. It's all weekend, and it starts on Thursday night, the telephone, and we'll keep on going till it be 7 days that would be going on on day, Monday. I mean that Thursday, all day fur all day Thursday, on on Friday. Football fans would love to see They get a chance to check it out on week one, as the Horseshoe will host Notre Dame and over one hundred thousand fans, making it once again the seventh largest city in Ohio. The Buckeyes are a few days into camp and have the Irish in the horizon. But I'm sure they'll talk in earnest about them when game week arrives in 21 days. Until then, it's the attention to detail that makes them one of the premier programs in college football because you can't get to your goals in the winter if you stumble in the fall. We have to make sure we're starting with our foundation, and that's you know running the football and, and toughness and having our edge and ball security and all the little things that lead you there. And, uh, and then it goes from there. But I will say, if we can play complimentary football this year, then uh, that gives us a chance to win, uh, you know, in the first game. And that's all we're going to really focus on right now. It's very, very easy to start getting ahead of ourselves. But 
in order to reach our goals, uh, we got to take care of business early on. And really, you can't start accomplishing those goals until November. Now, one of the big preseason polls of the top 25 came out on Monday. It's the USA Today coaches poll, and here's who they think are the best teams in the country. Shocker, Alabama 1, Ohio State 2, Georgia 3, Clemson 4, Notre Dame number 5. Look at those three teams in a row at 9, 10, 11, all from the Big 12, Oklahoma, Baylor, and Oklahoma State. Then at 16, it's Pittsburgh. All four of those teams play West Virginia this year. Yowza, and then Kentucky comes in at number 21. There's currently quite a pipeline between Spring Valley High School and West Virginia. On this year's roster, you'll find six former Timberwolves. One of them took a circuitous route to Morgantown. His name's Doug Nestor. Last season was his first up in uh, Morgantown. It was pretty good. Played in all 13 games, saw action on over 800 offensive staffs before coming to West Virginia. He spent two years in Virginia Tech. And boy, was he happy to see a fellow Tip Wolf with him on the offensive line. Current sophomore, Wyatt Milam. None wise since we were six and seven years old. So it really wasn't that much of a hassle to, you know, be alongside him. And we played together in high school, so we knew each other. But, yeah, the main thing was just, uh, you know, just giving him any tips that I could, helping him out when I could. And, you know, during the games, just always trying to communicate with him and make sure that he understood his assignment and what I had to do as well. <clears throat> Quick basketball note here. It's no shock that former Marshall star Jared West was named Defensive Player of the Year as a pro. He now plays in the New Zealand Basketball League, and they gave him the honor on Monday. Last season, he averaged 17 points per game, almost four rebounds, and close to three steals per contest. His team down under is the Mike Perro Nelson Giants, who have a playoff game this coming Friday. Baseball from... Monday night, Reds at Mets, Starling Marte, Yowza gets a hold of that one. Two-run shot, New York up just like that. Cincinnati finally get on the board, man on first and third. The fielder's choice to second, and it's three to one, New York with the lead still. One of those uh, great plays you'll see tonight came from Albert Almora Jr. Watch Francisco Lindor hit one deep to center as Almora makes a fantastic leaping grab. How about one more look? Great contact, better concentration. That's a long out. Now, to Tyler Naquin. He was a Red less than two weeks ago. Now he's a Met and made the Reds pay. The shot to the wall scores two as New York was on to win it by a final of 5-1. to one. Same two teams go at it Tuesday night up in New York City. Now, the Charleston Dirty Birds begin a th quick three-game homestand Tuesday against the York Revolution. Now, they just played them over the weekend in, up in Pennsylvania. The Birds are four games under 500 in the second half of the Atlantic League season. Ten games out of first. Not sure they're going to catch Gastonia, though, who are now 23-7. and seven, But they do host the Honey Hunters toward the end of the month. We're back after this. Oh. Okay, now we're back and and John Fincy for the fair. They got pick feed cat 
food and everything else for the fair. And that the day they had a motocross thing. And they had a lot of winners today. And the Mard, I don't know what's going to have the Mar. I, I will bring that up to you. And, and I make sure and and we're going we're going to take you to Andy uh, what happened at six o'clock? And we will take you to the news and and we make sure you have your news. And there's your news. The Dyson Supersonic Hairdryer. Engineered for every hair type. For fast drying and a smooth and shiny finish with no extreme heat. Dyson Supersonic. By direct from the people who made it. <clears throat> okay, so uh, in the meantime, everybody has their eyes on the, on the forecast when it comes to the fair. Haven't had the greatest weather this summer, except... You know, generally we've gotten away with some decent days on weekends. Yeah, I mean, we've been trying to get take what we can get, honestly. Yeah. Uh, some good hours there, some not-so-good right. ones. Now, this weekend you'll like what you see because we are going to be looking a lot better. But until then, for county fairs, it'll be ongoing tomorrow. That includes uh, Carter County in Kentucky, of course, Scioto County. Mason County, West Virginia, and then also Athens County in Ohio. We will be dodging likely some showers and storms, particularly late in the day. So stop me if you've heard this before, but another day where there can be isolated shower in the morning, but still plenty of dry time throughout the day after a real muggy start in the lower 70s. We're going to go up to the upper 80s. That temperature dependent on, well, when and who sees the rain and when. If you get it a little bit too early, it may not be that hot, but most of us will reach this feeling like 90 or hotter, similar to today when you factor in the humidity. But once we get to later in the afternoon, evening, and even towards dark, we'll be watching scattered showers and storms that become a little bit more widespread out there. And these will be slow-moving storms that can have downpours, and therefore it elevates the flood threat yet again. And so we'll be watching the potential for some local high water. Right now, temperatures are still near 80 in spots, so it is very warm outside on this summery Monday evening. But we're not looking at any showers or storms. They were few and far between today. A couple showers moved across but really not a whole lot going on as of right now. Where there is a lot going on, though, is not too far away in central and northern Ohio, generally north of Columbus right now, but eventually dropping down to the south, just to the north and west of Cincinnati. And you can even see along this front here, a few flash flood warnings have been issued. So that's something we may be dealing with here over the next couple of days. This front's going to get closer to our area tomorrow. We'll still hang off to the north and west, and then we'll stall out over the area on Wednesday. And so this type of activity with the shower 
showers and storms will be monitored. So as we take a look at future cast, maybe a stray shower or two overnight. Not a whole lot going on, though. Now, once we head through tomorrow afternoon, you can see those scattered showers and storms popping up once we get to the heat of the day. And even after dark, there can still be some that linger into Wednesday morning. But Wednesday likely to be the day where there's the highest coverage of showers and storms. So if you do miss out on rain tomorrow, you'll definitely get it on Wednesday as we see things really developing here. You can see numerous showers and storms. And yes, Wednesday, another day that flooding is certainly a possibility with slow moving storms with some very heavy rain moving over the same area. So that is something to be keeping a close eye on, whether it's street flooding or just rises on creeks and streams. Now, once we head into Thursday, though, after some lingering showers in the morning, a breath of fresh air for the afternoon will be clearing out. Temperatures will still be in the 80s, but mid 80s as opposed to upper 80s near 90. And the humidity will be on the way down. And it's that lower humidity that keeps us into the upcoming weekend, which is going to feel a lot nicer than where we've been most of this summer because the humidity will still be very high tonight. We're staying in the 70s, mostly clear. Could be a stray random shower or two, but mostly quiet, patchy fog. Tomorrow, upper 80s. So another warm, a really hot day with the humidity, partly cloudy and scattered showers and storms really becoming more numerous later in the day. Over the next seven days, it's really just these next couple of days we need to be on alert for the potential for some localized flooding, some high water. Thursday, the storms will clear out by the afternoon and we're looking really nice for the start of the weekend. Beautiful weather on Friday and Saturday. Cooler mornings in the 50s. Now, a shower or two could interrupt Sunday, but only briefly. Still looking really good as a whole. And then look at those temperatures. Nowhere near 90, even through the start of next week. So we're going to be cooler and a lot nicer out there. Just have to get through the past next couple of days. We can do it. We sure can. Thanks, Andy. We'll be right back. Okay. That was pretty good. See what time we got. And, and, and I hope it'll be nice enough for the fair. And, and it was pretty good. And, we got three minutes to go, and uh, and we got pretty good, and 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 John's feeding seat on Second Street. They're gonna be at the county fair. Uh, make sure you have your pig feet. Cow feed, rabbit feed, chicken feed, and all that. John makes sure to do that. And we make sure we'll have that. <coughs> Sorry, I got a frog in my throat. And... They got they got the church booths up there. They got the station stand. They got the concerts. They got the the Mexican Italian, and they got Casey Chatfield. It's gonna be at the fair Saturday. Saturday evening, and 
and they're gonna and they're gonna have to crash up Derby, and they're gonna have it all. And tomorrow, I think, a circus or something like that. I don't know. They plus have a bandstand. Something. I don't know about that. We'll make sure they're going to have a live band. Uh, West High School band. All the bands going to be out there playing. And they're gonna have they're gonna have this couple down a Lucasville Fair enjoy yourself. Of course I'm gonna be there tomorrow night and I'm gonna be podcasting live there. And I'm gonna be there maybe Friday announcing live. Just have a good time. Enjoy yourself. Make sure you see me and have a good time. And enjoy yourself. They got a lot of 4-age people out there. And it's got all all they want. They've got tractor pulls, too. And we hope you have a good time. We make sure what you want to do. We love you. It's done me to sign off. And before we go, I'll tell you something else. And I hope you have a good time.